diary entry number two, Mary Beth Baxter. Mary Beth is a health coach and she helps thousands of people overcome chronic illness and disease, mostly because of her own story. As you'll hear in this upcoming episode, she's faced death more than once and she realized it was detox or die. So listen up. Quick disclaimer here, nothing in this podcast is to be taken as medical advice. Please consult with your medical doctor before attempting a detox. All right, guys, thanks for joining me today. Um, My guest is Mary Beth Baxter, and she's a health coach, and she's a spectacular health coach, and she has um, helped so many people recover from chronic illness and heal their bodies. But what is the most fascinating is her story and how she's been able to overcome tremendous obstacles. So I'm just going to let her take it away. Welcome, Mary Beth. Hi, how are you doing today? Awesome. Thanks. So tell us your story. Tell us, um, I know your background is insane. When I first met Mary Beth, sweetest thing, you'll hear her beautiful Southern accent. Um, (laughs) But man, her story blew me away. So, um, I mean, do we start from 25 years ago? Where do we start with you, girl? It's been a journey. It has been a journey. It's been a good, long journey. Um, It started with, my son, um, who was two years old at the time, almost dying. Um, he was on a feeding tube. Um, he was, he was literally dying and was supposed to be put in a children's hospital to die. So as mama, you know, how mamas kick in and say, this is not going to happen to my child. And I just fought, I fought with everything I had. And that was the first time ever that I looked at food. Now I was a young mom and, um, I have to give myself a break for not knowing better, but, um, I was not raised on healthy food, didn't know anything about healthy food, but facing the choice of watching a child die or maybe possibly explore what healthy food might be like. So, um, that got him out of a death trap. It helped to nourish his body and it, it took years for him to overcome his physical issues, but he finally overcame it. So in all that time, that was 25 years ago, um, we started with basic, basic things like um, an elimination diet where all the kids and I ate for three weeks were sweet potatoes. You can't imagine how boring that can get. No. Oh my God. I mean, I get excited for Thanksgiving for sweet potatoes. I don't know if I ate them for that long that I get so excited anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The fun of them, it's kind of gone. But the kids were two and four years old. And I just said, you know, the three of us are going to do it. We're going to do it for three weeks. And then we're going to reintroduce one food at a time. And we're going to overcome this. And it worked. It absolutely worked. And he survived the situation. And I've been working on health, natural health, diet, detox, anything I can for 25 years. And each layer of it is just getting more and more exciting. And I thought in my mind that I had learned so much that I was there. I had arrived. 
and then I had a hundred percent heart blockage. Mm. Um, I, my body just crashed. I had uh, mold toxicity, hundred percent heart blockage. I had a four inch diameter mass right underneath my heart, um, causing all kinds of trouble. I've had Lyme disease and Babesia, um, which is a co-infection of Lyme disease for 50 years. And it all caught up with me at the same time. And I just completely crashed. So even though I had spent 20 years on my health, it wasn't enough. I had to dig even deeper. Mm-hmm. So that opened up a whole new can of worms. Well, literally worms. Right. Worms. Yes. Uh, one of that might be an ongoing topic <laughs> for these podcasts, like worms, yes. <laughs> you know, these critters that thrive in our bodies when given the appropriate uh, environment. So because most people, think that their problem, like their, that their issue just happens overnight, right? Like all of a sudden I was having a hundred percent heart blockage. Okay. No, there, there's been a buildup and and so many people, we don't recognize what that looks like. Um, Tell us what that looked like for you. Like what was, what was leading you to, to be like, oh God, like this is serious. I mean, your misery to motivation ratio was almost death. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know my, yes. how much more it can get, but just what did it look like? Like what were your symptoms and, and how did you say, fuck it, I've got to fix this? Oh yeah, there was no choice. It was choosing between life or death. Mm. And um, the, the doctor that I had gone to had told me I had two weeks to live had told me that all of my organs had shut down to 2% functioning. And that's it, 2%. You, you, a, a human body cannot function on 2% of all organs and all systems. So I wasn't allowed to fly because it would have killed me. Couldn't go into surgery because it would have killed me. The anesthesia would have killed me. I mean, everything was going to kill me. So I had to make a drive. And I couldn't drive, so I had to um, lie down in the back seat of a vehicle and have somebody else drive me while I kept passing out. But drive, um, oh my gosh, it was probably a thousand miles, um, you know, from Texas to Nevada. Wow. There was a vascular scientist who um, possibly could help me, and that was the only lead I had. So you better believe I took that lead and I ran with it. So by the time I got there, I had already started to turn green. I was passing out. Um, Staying conscious was very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, All my tendons, ligaments, everything had shut down. So I couldn't even stand upright. I had to take little itty bitty baby steps to walk into the medical clinic. And she saved my life. And she explained um, it was 100% heart blockage. Um, my corroded arteries were blocked. I mean, I was a mess. Yeah. So I knew that I had to push harder or I still wouldn't survive. I mean, she got, she saved my life at the moment, but to continue to survive, I had to push something harder, but I didn't know what, and nobody had the answer. So instinctively, um, I had started a parasite cleanse two weeks prior to 100% heart blockage. 
And the naturopathic doctor said, no matter what, stay on it. The vascular scientist said, no matter what, stay on it. And instinctively, you couldn't have gotten me off. Mm, Yeah. I mean, there were already parasites just falling out of me. So even though medically I couldn't explain it, to me, it made sense that if there's all these parasites, my poor body doesn't have a chance if I don't help get them out as quickly as possible. Well, and yeah, and sometimes when we do it quickly, it rattles the body so much that the body just becomes more inflamed and then other things start to happen. And then it's like, okay, you start putting out one fire and that other fire starts to get brighter. And you're just like, oh my God, what now? Right? So, (laughs) oh, it was awful. (laughs) I mean, and this is what most people do experience. And then that's when they stop because they're like, oh no, this is too much or this can't be normal. Or I don't feel like this is right. Um, This is too uncomfortable. And it's like, okay, it, it, the body got toxic over time. Right. And it was gradual. So you didn't feel it, but the detox, because you know, most of what's out there now, you know, we've learned so much that it's pretty potent stuff and this stuff works and, and, you know, finding the right protocol and the right formulations help tremendously. And it's like, okay. And once you start seeing worms come out, (laughs) yes, it's a little exciting. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds backwards, but it is exciting. I mean, well, because, you know, we have this motto better out than in, and yes. it, it makes so much sense, right? So especially for someone like you, and I think about so many people that we know and that you've worked with and that I've worked with, and they have been to so many doctors and specialists and ERs and test after test, and there's quote unquote, nothing wrong with them. Yep. And I'm sorry, when, when, when someone goes to the ER for, you know, their limbs falling asleep or tingling or something, or you can't, you've got a hundred percent heart blockage. There's something wrong, <laughs> right? Even if you cannot find it on a test, right? There is obviously something wrong. The person is not crazy. It is not made up. It is not a person wanting to get attention. There is something wrong, right? And just because it doesn't show up on a test, it makes no difference if it shows up on a test, right? Oh, uh, that that you know, <clears throat> I find testing to be great for some things, but you know, when we're toxic, which if you're listening to this, you're toxic because we all breathe toxic air. We're all eating food that was grown pretty much in toxic soil, even organic. I mean, it's so hard. The lines are so blurry these days because the wind blows, the rain pours, you know, the environment that we live in is just toxic. So detoxing and, you know, we're exposed to this on a regular basis. So it builds up and, you know, we've been on this planet, you know, I just passed 50. So it's been a long time coming and it's, it's, it's not going to be the most pleasant experience (laughs) when you start to rattle these critters and start to force them out you know it's eviction (laughs) you know they're gonna they're gonna pull the cabinets off the walls and they're gonna put (laughs) holes in the walls and do whatever they can to piss you off while they're trying to get kicked out you know what I mean like if we and it's not always pretty so cramping bloating um you know, heart palpitations even. And I think for brain fog, like sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. But I mean, let's just talk about your brain for a second. Oh, my poor. I know. Yes. Yes. So (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't even know where to start. I'll let you start because you've had, you've had some crazy experiences, girl. Um, so tell us about your, your experience with your, your lovely, beautiful brain. Well, it's not been so lovely and it's not been so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So 50, oh my gosh, 53 years worth of yuck and muck in my brain. So you take Lyme disease, you take the Vesia for 50 years, you take parasites for 50 years. Uh, it gets in your brain. It just does. That's part of how this works. And if you're not dealing with it, the parasites lay eggs and then there's more parasites and it just, it goes on and on and on. So in my brain, um, it was 13 months ago that I actually felt a parasite come off of my brain in a very specific area. It was colorful is probably the best way to explain it. Um, like psychedelic colors, all night long, wild, wild dreams and colors. And there was a little bit of pain with it coming off of my brain. And then the next morning, processing that information that that was, that actually happened, it actually came off. I have since, now it's been 13 months ago, since I have not had suicidal thoughts. I have not had strong, overwhelming, emotional breakdowns. The emotional garbage went away with that parasite. Now, I'm not saying all emotional garbage went away, but the big chunk of it that was just stopping my life from moving forward, that part went away. So I'm making better decisions because I can think more clearly. i emotionally, I'm more healthy. Um, things don't get to me as bad as they used to. I don't just completely emotionally fall apart anymore. Um, I don't fall into tears like I used to. I mean, emotionally, just everything changed 13 months ago and it has not once come back. So can you imagine the amount of people who have depression the amount of people who have brain fog who don't even realize that it could be something as simple as a parasite mm. that just needs to be detoxed. It could be actually that simple. Well, and this is the part of the conversation most people don't talk about because what I always say is like these critters are hijacking your, your neuro pathways, your thought patterns, yeah. your behaviors. And it's, it's just such a shame because people are dismissed you know? Yes. And it's like, no, um, it's pretty obvious when, when someone has such a dramatic change in their behavior, yes. my first thought is parasite, you know, especially for a child, all of a sudden they're acting out or they're all of a sudden depressed. It's like, Oh, you know, you know, what parasite wouldn't want to nestle up into that mushy brain matter and, and just take up residency. Right. So I think that, and the darkness, in, inside of that darkness because yes. if you think about depression it's darkness mm -hmm. so parasites love darkness yeah and the, i i swear they just come in and they hijack and they start taking over the steering wheel and they just do what they want and then you start eating the wrong foods because now you're feeding a parasite yes it's just this perpetual cycle and like you said they lay eggs and you know you can sometimes it can take years to completely 
get rid of these because they are stubborn and they build pretty strong walls around themselves. You know, I mean, it's the best way to say it, but you know, physiologically it it looks a lot different, but you know, they want to protect themselves. They want to protect their young, you know, they want to protect their babies. And it's just like, uh, 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 (laughs) you gotta go. And I'll tell you, your experience is like, it's almost something that people would seek. You know, you're, you're, the way you describe it is kind of trippy. It's like all these colors and these crazy vivid dreams. <laughs> and, you know, don't think that the next time you have crazy vivid dreams that there's a worm detaching from your brain. Although right. it could be if you're doing a certain protocol and that's where one just has taken up res- residency. I mean, they can get in different parts of the body. For me, I remember when I first started like truly detoxing, um, I, I, I kept telling my daughter my face was falling off because the itchiness and my issue was, yeah. was mold and the itchiness like in my brain, like I couldn't describe yes. where it was coming from and just the tremendous amount of mucus coming out of my face all the yes. time for like, oh, for like 10 yes. days. But then yes. towards the end, it's <laughs> like you blow your nose and you're like, oh my God, everything looks clearer. Everything is brighter. I'm smarter. <laughs> so... <laughs> we're laughing but it's oh it's so true and it's so rewarding because for you for the last couple years like you I've been on a health journey forever right eat eat the right food do the right exercise I've been teaching yoga for 25 years meditating all of that but if there's something in the way you know some of these they're powerful tools that we have but if there's something in the way then you can't get to the the ultimate power of that tool right? Like meditation or, you know, eating properly or whatever it is. So <laughs> it's not possible. There's no amount of healthy food that can overcome being run over by parasites. Yeah. There, it, it's not even possible. There's no amount of exercise, no amount of healthy food. Sleep. It just right. isn't possible. Right. 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 Agreed. Agreed. So I think it's just the most powerful tool that we have. And we're so fortunate that we live in a day and age where technology and science have just come so far, but at the same time, respecting these ancient wisdoms of the old sciences, like Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine and things like that. It's for me, you know, I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner. I look at this and I'm like, if anything, science keeps proving Ayurveda right over and over and over. Absolutely. And I fucking love it. I mean, you know, ways are good. Yes. Well, you know, it's like, you know, one of the things I love about the science of Ayurveda, it's a universal truth and truth never goes out of fashion. It's always truth. Right. So it's one of the most beautiful things. So you have had these crazy experiences with parasites, um, the Lyme disease, all all your stuff. Um, you know, you've had a suitcase, (laughs) you've had a a bunch of travelers (laughs) take up residency in your body for many, many years. And in the last 13 months, would you say that you've had the most powerful um, detoxing experiences? Like, what does that look like now for you? Now, I realize that had I not gone into 100% heart blockage, and it it actually became a life and death 
choice. Had that not happened, I probably would not have pushed as hard as I did. But had I not pushed that hard, I wouldn't be where I am now. It was worth all the discomfort, all the passing out, all the throwing up. I mean, everything wild that happened, it had to happen to stay alive. And now here I am. Okay, so I started the, uh, the this specific protocol that you and I are talking about. I started it two years ago when, when the crisis came up. So I've been on it strong, pushing hard for two full years. And although there's still some things about my body that are not working correctly yet, my health is better now than it has ever been. Even as a child, my health is better. I feel more like a human being instead of feeling like something has taken over my body and others think that I need to be in a mental asylum. Mm. It, 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 it was so intense for 50 years. So to be able to just look around now and see life, see that there's hope that I can actually make a life out of something I've never experienced before mm. is wonderful. It is is amazing. I mean, you know, because I know you use the Cellcore line too. Yes. And, and yeah. the, the formulations are extremely potent and they work synergistically to get these outcomes that you and I and so many people are having. And the one thing that I have, have really embraced is, you know, for a lot of people that suffer from chronic fatigue, you know what that's like. I mean, you know what it's like, Mary Beth. I know what it's like where you have to nap every day. Um, yeah. And you just feel like, what, what, why am I not capable of, of being able to make it through the day? Like other, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. And it's just like, because I have got shit going on in my body that I need to get rid of. But, you know, it took years. It's all part of the evolution of what we do. I've detoxed for years never to this level ever, <laughs> you know, oh, this is, <laughs> this is, this is next yeah. level shit. Right. And for real shit. Um, you know, my, my energy is through the roof right now. I mean, you know, we are in the midst of COVID-19. So <laughs> in 200 years, when someone listens to this, they'll know a time frame. And, you know, the energy that I have is what birthed this podcast right so I'm so excited yeah. because like I am so so incredibly at this juncture in my life where like okay I don't even really want to talk to people unless they're ready to detox you know exactly. as health coaches this is you and me we both you know people come to us with the crazy okay well you just need a detox and that isn't what most people want to hear right they're like no I want you to fix my fibromyalgia I want you to fix my joint pain. I want you to fix my Crohn's disease or whatever you want to label it. And it's like every person I start with a detox. Yes. Because you have to get to the root cause. Yes. And for most people, it's going to be some kind of critter, virus, pathogen, toxin, um, chemical, radiation, radiation, mold. I mean, oh, the mold. Yep. And, uh, you know, I grew up where I had a basement flooding all the time. You know, oh. so it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> it gets in your body. And the issue isn't just the mold. It's like, ooh, who has moved in with the mold? 
What's, what yes, else is going on exactly. in there? <laughs> Those critters like mold. They like darkness. They love sugar. Yes. Oh, sugar. Yes. <laughs> sugar. So moving forward, like, what do you, how do you, how are you going to be working with your clients now? Like, do you foresee it It all? The premise is going to be let's detox first. Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. And even though for most health coaches, it makes sense to work on lifestyle, it makes sense to work on diet, makes sense to do a lot of things. But coming from where I came from, and I did the lifestyle choices, I did the diet to an extreme for Mm -hmm. years, I've worked on the diet, all that stuff. I'm not saying it's not important, because it is crucial. But when you have that many critters in your body taking over organs, taking over everything, every system in your body, if you don't move out some of those so that you make better choices, so that the food cravings are not so intense that you're eating unusual high amounts of food or the, uh, the sugar cravings, it's the parasites that are creating the sugar cravings. So as a health coach, if I'm working on a client saying, okay, let's get control of your willpower. Well, Mm -hmm. there's a difference between human willpower and critter willpower. Right. So as a health coach, I no longer beat up my clients saying, come on, let's get on with the willpower because it's not them. It's the critters. Mm -hmm. So make, I'm trying to make this transition of, okay, let's give everybody a break. Let's realize that there's a lot of critter stuff going on here and work on detoxing that so that people can make better choices so that they can follow through. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm going with it because people are struggling through these lifestyle choices that will help them. But it's just too hard when they have the parasites. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then you look at it from the perspective, especially so many women and their hormonal imbalances. Yes. Oh, the it it it's a it's a downstream effect. If there is a pathogen or critter or whatever you want to call it, toxin in the body, it's going to affect every part of your body to the point yes, where you know, the hormones aren't functioning properly, the thyroid isn't functioning properly, but yet, you know, you can still go to a doctor and the test reads you're within normal range. Well, normal isn't always, you know, I I call it common. I'd say that's not normal. It's common, but not normal. We have to redefine what normal is. Women should not be experiencing horrible menopause. Like that's not normal. It's very common, but it's not normal. You know, and constipation, once again, it's not, it's very common, but it's not yes. normal. So exactly. redefining what these, these conditions around our health issues that normal versus common, oh, we're, we have to shift the whole paradigm, right? Like it, it's a big undertaking. So, okay, so but- first of all, let's get rid of all the, the hijacking that's going on and then we'll establish what your normal yes. is. <laughs> And that is part of detoxing is getting rid of beliefs that might be out there in the world and coming up with our own beliefs. Yes. If we don't believe that our bodies can overcome these supposed things that are now normal, 
that that's part of detoxing. Get rid of those beliefs and then the body will kind of follow along. Right. So this comes to a whole nother conversation around detoxing our thoughts. Oh, that's a big one. Um, Yeah, because sometimes, yes, we could be hijacked by some critter that that makes us think differently or make bad decisions. But then again, we also have to come to ourselves. We have to dig deep and be like, what? What do I constantly think on a regular basis? I'm worthless. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not tall enough. uh, Whatever. And those are toxic thoughts, right? And the body's going to respond. So you put these layers on it and it's like, okay, we got to detox thoughts. We got to detox our food. We got to detox our bodies from parasites. We got to detox our environments. You know, there's so many layers, but the most beautiful thing, and you and I both have talked about this. It's like, but on the other side, it's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's actually simpler, (laughs) right? It's so much easier. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's just so much easier. And, you know, moving through life with a body that, that, you know, we're all, you're dragging. <clears throat> well, that you're, that you're enjoying the experience in. I mean, and that is the whole point. We have a physical body is to be able to experience this universe in all of its glory. Right. You know, this is yoga 101. It's like, we have a body, but you know, are you treating it kindly? And that doesn't, you know, we can't separate thoughts from that. We just cannot separate the mind from the physical, no. even though in Western science they do. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a journey for sure. And, yes, and this is what we do as health coaches. We guide them. You know, we guide our clients Absolutely. through this process, and we start to plant those seeds of, you know, let's talk about not snacking or let's talk about, you know, if you could even start there, like eating at the right time, circadian rhythm. Yes. All of that yes. stuff, mindfulness, get out in nature, get some sun, <laughs> you know, like the- open a window, right? Get fresh air flowing through your house. Yes. yes. Go barefoot in the grass. It's like, you know, yes. oh, we're so, yeah. I feel like I've said this many times before, the further we get away from the nature, the more diseased people become. Yes. Yes. So Absolutely. we need to start swinging that pendulum the other way. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And we start that with the detox. Yep. That's for sure. <clears throat> well, any, um, any, well, first of all, let me ask you, because I know you said that your favorite um, detox meal is kitchery, which is an old yeah. Ayurvedic meal, which, okay. Yeah. I make kitchery is one of my favorite things. Um, I bet you don't put sweet potatoes in yours like I do. <laughs> Ooh, that actually sounds it's good. so stinking good with tons of lime and cilantro. Um, oh, yeah. But you know, how did you come to Kitchery? Like, why is that your your go to detox meal? Okay, so when people get several diseases going on at the same time, their body is shutting down. It's really hard to get up and make a meal. the The motivation isn't there. The energy to do it isn't there. I mean, on and on the list goes. So when I was at my worst, um, I still needed nourishment just because I was throwing everything up. Doesn't mean that I I need to stop eating. So I was in a position where I was in bed 24 hours a day, but I still had to make my own food. 
So I had heard about Kitchery. I had made it before a couple times, but I made the decision that if I'm this ill, I need nourishment, but I'm so ill. I don't have the energy to make my food and I'm so ill. I'm just throwing everything up. So what would be the most nourishing? What, what can I eat that will stay down the most? What can I eat that feels like baby food? Because I mean, make it soft, make it comforting. And that's when I came up with Kitchery's The Answer. So once a week, the best I could do was once a week, go in the kitchen and make a pot of Kitchery. And then I would divide it into seven different containers and I would eat one cup of Kitchery a day. That was my only food for a year. And that's all I could get down. But at least it, it, it was so intense with nourishment I realize that I'm getting nourishment in me and you can probably explain Kitchery better than I can. It actually is a d- digestive tool to clean out the digestive system. Exactly. It's, it's a complete protein. People are always <clears throat> questioning, well, how do I get enough protein being a vegetarian? Well, the mix of the, the, the mung beans and rice, make it a complete protein. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's very easy to digest for the body because it very. is, it's mushy, it's warm. It's nourishing, like you said. <clears throat> so it's getting to the different layers of datus, which is what we call them in Ayurveda, the li- different layers of tissues. And when you're eating a mono diet, so this, some people can even call it a um, fast, where you fast on the same food for multiple days. And it's a staple in Ayurveda. Kitchery is a yes. staple. It's made differently for your dosha, depending on where, you know, where you fall in the dosha category and what time of year it is and how you're going to make it. But it is nourishing. And sometimes when we are dealing with um, a, a body that is fully depleted, nourishment, instead of depleting it further by yes. fasting or water fasting or juicing or any of that, we want to nourish the body. So it's a supportive measure too. So it, I, Kitchery is one of my favorite meals. I don't cook much, but it's the one thing that I do really, really well. (laughs) And I, and you've gotten creative with it. I have, I mean, you can make Kitchery for breakfast, so you can make it with, um, you know, sweeter with apples and raisins and things like that for breakfast. And I've learned how to navigate what that looks like. It's yeah. Yeah. To create it, to make it your own. Yeah. Kitchery is absolutely one of my favorites. I love it. I can't wait to find out what your recipe is. Yeah. So, well, that's awesome. Um, We're going to leave them with a a nugget of food, nugget wisdom of a nugget of wisdom around food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any last thoughts for our listeners that might be venturing into a detox or experiencing a detox now and questioning is this, I mean, first of all, you and I see all the time, the comments and the people's, is this normal? Is this normal? You know, I mean, I'm getting inflamed. I'm having constipation. I'm having diarrhea. Is this normal? Like, what do you think about all that? It is. Normal. Okay. <laughs> it is. It, it actually is normal to have everything just go nutso on the body because you're getting into all the nooks and crannies with this protocol that, 
it's got to come out. I mean, one way or another, it's got to come out. So it is going to be uncomfortable. It does not need to be painful and it does not need to be excruciating to work. We try to make people as comfortable as possible, but you have to experience some of that discomfort to get through it. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's completely worth it. And do you remember the old advertisement by Nike? Just do it. Mm -hmm. They had that for decades. Yes. You got to do something. I mean, to, to get life to move forward, you've got to do something with detoxing because of the time that we live in, the intensity of the toxins that we live in. So just doing something, get something going, get something flowing through your body. Mm -hmm. If it seems overwhelming, just start somewhere. Yes. Agreed. You just got to start. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right. Well, thank you, Mary Beth. It's always such a pleasure talking to you. And I hope that our listeners got, well, there was plenty of, of great little nuggets in this conversation for <laughs> sure. Um, thank you for joining us and um, yeah, we'll talk soon. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Tracy. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Detox Diaries. You know, guys, I really, I'm on a mission to spread the word about detoxing and have it be part of your foundational healing journey. It's not the most beautiful process. It can be messy, dirty, disgusting, but... I am on a mission to make it funny and fun and light because it's so incredibly fucking powerful. So I've created a 12-month program called Gut Instinct. And if you want any more information about that or any information about any of the guests, head on over to the show notes. All the info is there. So take care and we'll talk soon.